Hello everyone, Homecoming Hero here with another episode of the Late Night Sprites podcast, the blog and podcast combo that covers a bunch of video game topics. I'm your host and author, Homecoming Hero. Over on the blog, I introduce the theme for October, which is going to be Wholesome Video Game Month. To combat all the spooky games, I'm going to share the exact opposite and cover some of my favorites. Now, here on the podcast, I don't think I'm going to be adhering to that theme as much. There is Monkey Ball coming up that I'm going to talk about. There are a couple more Sega topics I want to talk about. And uh, first off, I want to say sorry for the delay in between episodes. I had an update and I just completely dropped it. I was supposed to do another episode or two and I just was not feeling it. I kind of burned out, but I'm back, and now I'm ready to make a couple more episodes. So, this one is going to be about another Sega topic, about a game from the company known as Treasure. Treasure uh, ran for a few years, I forgot what year they they shut their doors, but they made some really good games, whether it was Gunstar Heroes or Guardian Heroes or the Astro Boy Omega Factor game, or uh, Mischief Makers. Treasure has a lot of really good games under their belt that a lot of people love. And the only one that I have experience with are Astro Boy Omega Factor and Gunstar Heroes. Well, that's all about to change. I'm going to dive into a game, thanks to the Sega Genesis collection on the Switch, that is a treasure game through and through that there's some good there's some bad and i'm here to talk about it it's a game called dynamite heady dynamite heady uh doesn't really have a story you just get started and it looks like you are on a movie set of sorts either a play or a movie set every time you enter a new stage the curtains fall and show you what um the stage is and you will go through it and then your health is a big spotlight in the corner and some bosses have a spotlight like that as well also when you get a game over when you run out of lives and get a game over you will find yourself uh getting booted backstage and shown the door now there is no continue option um (laughs) when you run out of lives it's game over and it's back to the beginning of the game and i will say definitely play this on the sega genesis collection where you can make save states where you can rewind um where you can save and load your progress so you don't have to do it all in one run because there is no form of actually saving in this game So definitely play this on a modern collection where you're able to make safe states or rewind, fast forward, etc. Just to even the playing field a little bit because this game's a little tough. This game primarily consists of boss fights. Um, You go through a couple stages here and there, but I would say it's not really much of a platformer. You have platforming stages such as like this tower stage where you're like going up and up but most of this game is boss fights whether it's this like cat head 
that's on various like robot mechs that keeps fighting you throughout the games or some big boss with a big fun gimmick um yeah this game is primarily boss fights and i have fun most of the time i will put a little asterisk by it because most of the fun that i had had to deal with playing the game and having a rewind feature and having a save state and basically giving myself a little bit of leeway and accessibility because um it was this one was tough the hitboxes are a little unforgiving uh there are hazards everywhere whether you are fighting a boss who wants to throw a bunch of minions out or during the platforming segments um yeah so let's dive into dynamite heady so dynamite heady is a character he can run and jump and throw his head and that's about it oh and duck basic classic platformer fare minus you know throwing his exploding head now you can fire it in multiple directions and once you're done it will immediately come back to you and that's fun and there are some power-ups to be had whether it's a hammer whether it's one that fires like a spread shot whether it's uh some other ones uh whether it's a big explosion or one that turns his head into a vacuum and sucks in out sucks up everything there are some power-ups in this game and i they were pretty useful they weren't very situational they were pretty useful but his hitbox is a little off you will find yourself standing next to an enemy who is attacking and you will take damage um, the other thing is that this game is uh, very good in short bursts. This is not a game that you can pick up and like run right through. So that's another reason to play this on a modern version with save states. Because I found myself putting it down after a while because it's very much the same thing from start to finish. Um, the length of this game doesn't do it any favors either. And I'm going to compare this to another treasure game that was made in the same era, Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes has four base stages, each of them being a decent amount of time, about 5-10 minutes, with a boss fight at the end of it. And then after that, you get um, a normal stage like you get like a supposed last hurrah then you get a like side scroller shoot him up in space then you get like a gauntlet against the bosses and then the true final boss and then it's over so gunstar heroes is a way shorter game like half of guns half of dynamite heady is like what it takes to do gunstar heroes depending on the difficulty because seven force is a whole other beast but um the thing is, is that with a game like gunstar heroes first of all dynamite heady is single player only you can only go in there by yourself this is a one player game and second of all dynamite heady i feel like is a game that doesn't know when to end by our three and a half or four i was expecting it to wrap up and it just kept going and it was the same thing fight the boss there's like a little key that drops a character that looks like dynamite heady 
hops down, blows him a kiss. He goes like, whoa, and his eyes turns into hearts. They grab the key and they run. And he's like, oh, darn. And then it's the same thing over and over and over. And then every middle, every couple stages, you fight the cat head robot. Because the game starts on a super strong note. It starts with like a chase sequence. And it's really cool. And then you fight that cat. And then you fight the first boss. And you get thrown right in. And it is high octane action. But after that, it's kind of the same thing. And the other thing with Dynamite Heady is that with the platforming, when they do mix it in, he is very weighted. His jump is like a ton of bricks. His his jump is like a ton of bricks. He can attack, but platforming isn't really the name of the game here. Where, um... Whereas in Gunstar Heroes, the characters are, like, so agile and have, like, in the invincibility dodge and the slide that it could be both platformer, side-scroller, and action game. This is primarily an action game with platforming elements thrown in that are a little iffy because Dynamite Heady is a terrible jumper. His j- he will fall the second the jump ends, and the jump is very quick. It's very weighted. Now, the game isn't asking for any, like, Herculean feats in terms of jumping, but it will make even difficult platforming feel like the game is fighting you. So, that's the other thing about Dynamite Heady. The game feels kind of like a slog a little bit. Uh, Because he moves so slow, and the stages can be a little bit long, and boss fights can be super long... Mini boss fights, like there are some boss fights against the cat head robot, the robot with the cat head that should have ended like, should have been like eight to ten hits at most, and it feels like you're hitting the cat head robot like 30 times, and then it's over. So, boss balancing issues is another factor against Dynamite Heady. So, what's the good? The music is fun, the aesthetic is fun, the graphics still hold up really well, really good pixel graphics, and the gameplay and the boss battles are fun in short bursts, but this this definitely isn't the best treasure game out there. Not in a long shot, this one I would actually say is pretty bottom of the barrel, and definitely one that I might not be revisiting for a while. It's packed in with a lot of Sega Genesis collections. I'm sure it will come to the Switch Online if it isn't already in the initial lineup. Because I don't think it is because Gunstar Heroes is, which... Good for them. They are going with a really, really good treasure game out the gate. Um, And that one's also really good for online multiplayer because that one is like made for two people. So, is Dynamite Heady worth a try? If you are a fan of treasure games, then it's at least worth a, a little bit of a try, like a couple levels. If you like it, stay with it. If you don't, after the first couple levels, definitely put it down. Um, because it's, I'm not going to say it's like, it is kind of the same thing all the way through. There is one flying auto-scroller level, but that's way later. That's like way later. That's like a couple hours in. And, yeah. So with Dynamite Heady, um, if you enjoy what you get from the first couple levels, then you got a decent 
adventure ahead of you that will last a few hours. I definitely recommend playing it on the second collection where you have access to a rewind feature and save state so you don't have to do it all in one burst. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it for Dynamite Heady. Treasure is a company that I'm going to be looking more into in a couple uh, in the next couple episodes. I haven't played it yet, but I recently got Mischief uh, Mischief Makers, and I have been wanting to play that game ever since I saw it. Probably back in like 2014, I've seen videos of it, but I've never heard that many people talk about it. So. I'm very excited to play Mischief Maker and see what kind of game that is like. I've always loved the graphics and aesthetic of it. And then I'll probably talk about Gunstar Heroes at some point. And also that gives me an excuse to play Gunstar Heroes. But so this isn't the last of me talking about treasure games. Now, if I were to give this a review score, I would probably give it a two and a half out of five, right in the middle. There is enough good about it that is warranting give it a try, but there are definitely enough things that I have against it that, you know, take some points off. But I'm kind of moving away from traditional, like, score-based reviews and kind of just reviewing games as is. I think that the tone and the content of the review will usually say if the game is worth your time or not, or worth checking out, but that's just something that's changing on the blog and over here, and I'm kind of easing into because I kind of like it better than always using the standard scoring system. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, Dynamite Hetty is out there on a lot of platforms if you'd like to give it a try and it is bundled in a lot of second collections if you want to give it a try and I am almost beyond a shadow of a doubt certain that is going to come to the Switch Online update with the Sega Genesis add-on in the near future. But yeah, the next time I talk Treasure, it will be Mischief Makers. I will be covering that at some point in the future. I don't know when. But yeah, the next uh, game I will be talking about is Monkey Ball Banana Mania. I'll be giving my first impressions about that. But there is one more bonus episode coming up. So take care. Have a great day evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time zone you're listening to this, and I will see you again soon. This is Homecoming Hero, signing out for now. Take care.